This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. Timothy, put the katowda on. Welcome to another episode of Timothy Put the Cattel on Talking Hospitality. It's season three, and I, Timothy R. Andrews, and my co-host, I'm Sarah Cattel. We'll be focusing on recruitment and employment, speaking to brilliant and inspiring leaders who we are lucky enough to call our industry colleagues. This week, we're welcoming to the show Adele Oxbury, who is the founder and CEO of Umbrella Training, to tell us all about apprenticeships, how they work, how you can get funding for them, and what the future of hospitality might look like. Hi, so nice to be here. It's great. Thank you. Thank you for asking me. It's our pleasure, really. Adele, you know, we're really keen to hear more about you, because as we established in a little chat just before we started recording, this is the first time we've all actually really spoken face to face, and we want to know more about you about your journey to create umbrella which you did starting from scratch on your own let's just make that clear so can you share that journey with us yeah sure it's so lovely to meet you both and it's so nice to be a part of this thank you a little bit about me i'm a londoner born and bred i'm the oldest of three siblings i'm now living in medway with my my lovely husband two young adults as children my hospitality experience and journey started at the age of 14 as a room attendant my hospitality background started because both my parents worked in hospitality my father started off as a chauffeur for the royal family and then eventually he ran several hotels in jersey and my mother who remained in the uk was actually the exec house keeper at some London Mayfair hotels. My hospitality experience and journey started at the age of 14 as a room attendant. Thanks to a very strong Irish mother. She was always really inspiring to be around who decided to tell me that if I wanted to have a nice pair of trainers I had to come and earn them. So I was cleaning rooms at the weekends and in the evenings and during summer holidays for her and had the most amazing experience and starting point in housekeeping and it was the best thing she ever did for me so at the age of 14 I was cleaning rooms at the Fleming Hotel in Mayfair I used to have the fifth floor which is where all the celebrities used to stay and so that was kind of cool at weekends and just a name drop uh, UB40 they were my favorite band at the time as well so I was proper chuffed to meet them and um, yeah I've just been kind of like focused on that pathway because I was born and bred into it and I loved it couldn't see myself doing anything else so I went to Westminster College in Battersea and studied City and Guild 708 and 709 which was housekeeping and reception and qualified and then I became at the age of 19 I was the head housekeeper at the Britannia Hotel in Mayfair so I'd cut away from my mother's apron string I was working for Dorothy Fennell who was absolutely awesome and worked for her for a couple of years as looking after the VIP floor so always been around living breathing housekeeping and hospitality really 
This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. From there, I was then at a networking event and I was asked by this really lovely man if I would consider working on reception. It plays in my mind that potentially this could be another route for me. And I did that. And by the time I was 21, I was the head receptionist at a private gents club in St. James's Square. By the time I was 28, I qualified as an MBQ assessor. And then I got headhunted again by a training provider at the time to be an MBQ assessor, mainly focusing on housekeeping, not on reception. So it brought me back to housekeeping, which was where I really thrived. And then long and short of it was a few years later, I became the regional manager the thing with me is I have to know everything. I'm very detailed. And that obviously comes from those transferable skills of working in housekeeping. I needed to understand the education sector in a huge way. And the only way I could do that was by studying manifestos of political parties, understanding where they were taking our education system, especially around apprenticeships. Then in 2006, I was one of the initial founders of a large national training provider. And then in 2012, I decided to go it alone and um, not look back since. We are 10 years old. We celebrated being 10 in November 2022. And we had a massive bash at the Shards, as you do, um, with some few selected friends and some long-term allies of ours. And we just seem to be going from strength to strength. And I purposely fitted Umbrella to be in hospitality. It'll only work in hospitality. We're dedicated to it. We live and breathe it. And we feel we're a huge part of it. Congratulations on hitting your big 10. Because oh. now I know what effort that takes. So uh, well done. Yeah, it yeah, was hard. It's been hard. It's a hard game, but it's a game I love being a part of and, and I'm passionate about. What do you think are some of the difficulties faced by our sector today when they're hiring people? comes all down to the perception piece, doesn't it? There's so much out there at the moment. I mean, we've got a cost of living crisis and let's not talk about the P word, you know, what happened after the pandemic. Um, and then you've got, you know, business rates still going, going back up. You've got VAT. So we've got all of these things like the perception piece in particularly is absolutely huge. It's a really difficult time for the sector. Some of our business partners are closing on two days a week so as they can actually, you know, pay their utility bills we're seeing it from all parts of the sector as well not just in the small businesses but also larger businesses it's absolutely huge but the recruitment piece is definitely all about the perception we've been doing so much around this we do a lot to advocate the sector to schools we're at skills london where we had the largest hospitality stand sponsored by some amazing employers that we work with. We'd actually, just before that, we'd actually done a survey that was based on the perception of hospitality 
amongst Gen Z. And then we actually instigated a white paper in partnership with the University of Greenwich. And the findings from the survey are, as we expect, you know, the perception of the sector is, is on the floor. 11% of young people said they would consider hospitality as a career, yet you had gaming and social media at the very top. So when we were designing Skills London, we thought, well, let's show them hospitality, how they like to see a game. So we designed four games. One was called Hotel Hijinks, Pub Panic, Caterer Chaos and Waiter Wolves. And they're fast 8-bit games from the 90s and they were 30 seconds each. We brought them to Skills London and as a result of that, we had the most attended stand. We had 30,000 young people come through our stand. This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury Minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. Also going into schools and, and trying to really promote a sector that can give you a career because our survey found that young people are looking for quick wins in careers. So fast track accelerated management programs. And if we come back even to my, my background, you know, by the age of 21, I was managing. These things are possible and I don't think young people realise it. So we've got some big work to do around the messaging in schools. We've got big work to do in terms of the culture of the sector. And we've got big work to do in terms of the skills piece as well and, and supporting labour shortages. We need a minister. We need a minister at the table. And I know there was something created earlier during the pandemic called a seat at the table. We need a voice at that level. And at the moment, we've got the brilliant Kate Nichols doing the best she can, but she needs to be in Parliament. She needs to be sitting at the table as our Minister of Hospitality. Absolutely. Um, and how do you think the apprenticeships are actually going to be a solution to that issue? Currently, there's 149,000 open hospitality vacancies at the moment. And there's 149,000, of which 11% wow. of roles in hospitality are currently vacant. So this is from the National Apprenticeship Service. 73% of employers say staff morale is improved by having apprentices in their business. 69% of employers say employing apprentices improve their staff retention. 86% of employers said apprentices help to fill the skills gap and develop relevant skills for their organisation. So apprenticeships are key, absolutely key. What was interesting around the roundtable, only one employer had an active apprenticeship programme. There are about 30 employers in that room and only one had an active programme. The rest of them had what they call levy accounts, the apprenticeship levy that was introduced in 2017. But there's more flexibility around that for smaller businesses now. And all of them had levy sitting in their account that they weren't using, which is unspent training funds. You know, well, that, that's interesting, actually, because one of the questions I had for you is how easy is it for employers to get help with funding for training? 
whether it's an apprenticeship or or something similar. When you're saying that they have this levy and it's sat in an account and it's not being used, is access to that must be easy then. If they've got the money and it's sat there, they just don't know what to do with it or aren't using it right now, then this isn't hard for for an employer to get involved, right? No, it's not hard at all. Initially, when it was first launched, it was only available to large employers. So anybody had a three million pound pay bill or more so three million pound pay bill or more Mm -hmm. the beauty of it was is that it went into an apprenticeship account in the apprenticeship service what employers would then do is see how much they had paid into the levy and then they'd be able to spend that on designed programs for them that were apprenticeship programs and back in 2013 umbrella was part of the apprenticeship reforms where we actually helped employers write the new standards so coming away from old nbqs and frameworks over to this new landscape of new standards so these standards have been written by employers for employers they really match the sector the standards that have been created have been created around job roles so you have a standard for commis chef chef de party hospitality team member hospitality supervisor manager they range from level two all the way up to level seven if you want to even obtain a master's degree coming back to the question is once the account was set up employers then can see how it works like a bank account so they can see how much the training provider is approved to claim and that comes out on a monthly basis they can stop the training provider taking any money they can stop the apprentice they can start the apprentice so they have full control control over that funding it's a simple system to use but initially when it first came out it was a little bit um bureaucratical let's put it that way but it has got easier employers have fed into that system over the years and that has become much easier for them to be able to access funding they're a small business um, there was a requirement for them to pay five percent of the funding but now what happens is there's large employers out there and we have access to quite a few who share their levy pot where they'll never be able to spend it and so they share that levy pot with those smaller businesses as part of their corporate social responsibility Um, but also the system itself the apprenticeship services developed and advanced so much that employers now see on their system when they log in employers who are willing to give them some fun it's very easy once you've worked with someone who understands how to set it up for you you could actually talk to your accountant as well your accountant will be able to help you set up your apprenticeship account and then you can start working with it and if you're a small business you can request funds if you're a business that pays the levy you can start using it and start selecting your apprentices and start actually putting in development programs if you want to use it for that side of things as long as there is an apprenticeship this novice to expert journey it has to be a meaningful apprenticeship program that you put in place and it's better to use an expert to do that. So not everybody can do an apprenticeship. Remember, there's a whole heap of eligibility. That eligibility piece can be complicated. Yeah, and I'm so pleased that the apprenticeships are so much better than they were because I do remember the time when they when they weren't. And sadly, some of that reputation for the older generations that remember it still exists. So it is important that we see people like you making sure that everybody knows that these are different. I think even you and I originally said, I said something a little bit sarcastic about um, apprenticeships when we first met and you you put me very firmly back in my place to tell <laughs> me they are very good and how very dare you. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch... 
your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. I can see that actually for young people, they've been through a very, very nasty few years. You know, the pandemic has thrown everybody out. And, you know, those people who would have been just on the cusp of going, right, what's my first job? Let's take this. Were then locked up in a house for nearly two and a half years. They couldn't complete education. They couldn't take exams. They couldn't see people. They couldn't learn from things. They couldn't have those experiences. And maybe that transition is going to take a little bit longer. It's going it's to, just, of course it it's is. It's scary. It's, it's kind really, of scary, right? Yeah, 100%. Social Mobility Commission reports. Done a report that said there's a two-year backlog in people's education. And that's why the catch-up sessions that were being proposed by certain people in the, the education sector said it needed to have a £13 billion investment to get young people to catch up on their education. And only £2 billion was given. It worked out at something like £50 a head. We really see it in this cohort coming through in terms of their confidence, just their confidence and mental health is through the roof. Their ability to communicate is much worse than I've ever seen before because as you said, they've been locked up for two and a half years. We've been told to, I certainly know I was washing all the food when it came in the house, in the bags, you know, so there's an element of fear, I suppose, when you see your parents reacting that way. Thank goodness that's kind of, that's over now because we can, you know, it's going to take some time, but we can move forward. Organisations like yours are going to be front and centre of, of getting that confidence back and making sure that young people know that they can be supported. And yes, this happened. Yes, it was scary. But, you know, to a certain extent, it's behind us now. So I'm really, really looking forward to to the future and what you can do to, to support hospitality as a whole and these young people through your initiatives. So thank you in advance and, you. and now for doing that <laughs> on behalf of everyone. I think we're yeah. all grateful for people like you, Adele. Oh, thank you. Well, we do it with meaning and everything we do with meaning. We're a small training provider with a big voice. And, you know, we're consistent with our messaging about how fantastic the sector is. It might be having these labour issues right now and these skills issues right now, but it's not forever. This is going to change. And the sector is about to go on a massive boom, I believe. And a lot of people I'm speaking to are saying, actually, we're really busy. And that's really encouraging when you hear that they're bouncing back so quickly and that business looks amazing for them. It's coming back. And uh, obviously we see apprenticeships as a way of being a real support for any of those labour shortages, but also for it to help upskill first-time supervisors, first-time managers, and really getting the kind of like people strategies right in businesses, because it's got to be about positive cultures in those businesses. And that's where we fit nicely, because we can support it. Put the cuppa down, question time. 
in the interest of taking fun very seriously, which I know you do, um, we actually have a fun bit for the next part of the show. So um, every guest that we have on, obviously, we love to hear your story and we love to talk about the industry stuff, but we also have the quick fire around. So uh, this is where we're going to ask you a series of questions and we just want you to say the first thing that comes into your head. Um, and it's just for fun. And really, it's just to, like we said, we'd like to get to know you. We know your career story. We know where you come from. But let's really delve a little bit deeper into the quick fire round for Adele Osbury. Who is Adele Osbury? <laughs> <laughs> and Tim always makes this sound a little bit sinister and scary. It's not. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it is. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Tim. What's your favourite colour? Purple. What's your favourite place you've travelled to? Oh, it's going to have to be London. However, I, I feel the Middle East is calling me somehow. Describe yourself in three words. Bossy, caring <laughs> and matriarchal. Ooh. Tottenham or Arsenal? Arsenal. Yes. Arsenal any day. What's your favourite band? I'm going to say UB40. UB40 and Blondie. Can I have two? And a little mix. What colour shoes are you wearing? Black. How many keys do you have on your key ring? Oh. I've got one. Oh, I'm a classic housekeeper. I've got everything on my, my key ring. Everything. Uh, it must be about 20, 25. Well, when you're coming, do they? They can hear yeah. you Yeah, and I wear them around my waist. Do some work, Adele's coming. Right. <laughs> Cadbury's cream egg. How do you eat yours? <laughs> just bite the head off so what's the last emoji that you used uh, the face with the kiss mm, that one <laughs> cute the one food you wouldn't give up steak apple or android android adele what annoys you most in people dishonesty so what issue will you always speak your mind about adele in arabic means justice so anything that's unfair i would speak about it if you could live in a book a tv show or a movie what would it be so i really love bridgerton so i'm gonna say bridgerton <laughs> and it's not because they're all hot in that is it adele no not at all <laughs> what's something you learned in the last week that blood fats actually take longer in your body to digest than blood sugar levels <laughs> We've run out of time. Hashtag science, Adele. I'm going to go and binge on a burger and some chocolate. Go <laughs> <laughs> go and test that hypothesis. You'll test it. <laughs> Adele, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you today. for having me. It's been very enlightening, Adele. Um, I'm so glad that we got to talk to you. It's it's uh, yeah, it's opened my mind to a lot of things about apprenticeships, which is something that I'm learning more and more of a lot at the moment and um, love hearing more about so hearing your take on it has just been fab thank, thank you, you. Oh, thank you so much for having me Bye. Thanks, Bye. sadly that's all of this episode of timothy put the cartel on but tune in next week where we will have another fabulous guest and we'll be talking hospitality don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast have a great week and stay awesome timothy put the cartel on
reminds you let me rephrase that your challenge if you choose to accept it is this let's go let's go show up on day one work out with us for 30 minutes feel good right away yo repeat five days a week for three weeks three weeks five workouts a week we're body and we call that a body block you pick the block and you're gonna love the experience on week four this part is really important take the week off seriously we mean it rest go on vacation or try something new maybe some yoga Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I Are you ready to get started? You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too. But not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.